Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. The Lord Mayor of Dublin, Dahi the Roshta, today launched the St. Patrick's Day Festival for this year with the theme announced as Spreak or Spark, representing the life force, the very essence of our being. I'm not really entirely sure what that means, but there's loads on over the entire weekend uh, of the St. Patrick's Day Festival, the 16th, 17th, or 15th, I should say, to the 18th of March. There'll be plenty happening in Dublin. But in general, do the festivities. Is it a proud day to be an Irish citizen? Neil is with us on the line today. Do you feel proud on March 17th, Neil? Um, in terms of feeling proud, I used to. When we were young, it used to be a big part of the year going into town to the to the parade, having a look around, whereas now, as an old man, I'm kind of going, right, it's, it's something we sell to the Americans, which is great, you know what I mean? That's yeah. fine, we'll name a, a garage after Joe Biden or something and they'll be happy and they'll come over. <laughs> but now, I, I think my best, uh, I feel proud on the bank holiday Monday um, when, you know, we have the day off work and we can all actually celebrate, you know, the night before. But it's it's more of a it's more of a selling thing now than it, it was when I was younger, you know, and, and it is what it is. Yeah. Lean into it. This is it, you know, we get a day off out of it. Be proud on the yeah. Um, so it's you think it's much more now, Neil, about promoting Ireland abroad than it is remembering maybe our own heritage. Yeah, I think it's you know, I think it's become that, and, and that's fine. That happens everywhere. Being Irish is not a parade. It's something we can't explain, but it's something we have to try and try and celebrate, you know what I mean? Like, everyone in the world wants to be Irish. We are. That's pretty much it. It's not a, like, spark. What sort of a, you know, most of us can't afford to spark the boiler to heat the house. But, like, I don't know what that is as a team. But people in America and London and Malaysia, they'll watch it and they'll go, this is amazing. I'll I'll head over. Uh, And that's what it is now. Whereas, you know, we celebrate being Irish every day. You know, you go to your, you go down your local and you meet a mate and you, you kind of remember old time. That's being Irish. You know what I mean? the music comes on and you start having a bit of a boogie, that's being Irish. You know, it's not, not necessarily a parade. What about you, Ian O'Doherty? Columnist with the Irish Independent. Are you, you know, do, do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day here? God, no. Uh, there's two days to, if you're Irish, stay away from the pub, for example, it's St. Patrick's Day and New Year's Eve. Um, but the thing about it is there's two different, entirely different St. Patrick's Days. Uh, there's the one we have in Ireland where many of us kind of just roll our eyes at the parade or whatever, you know. Um, but then there's the there's the global, the international St. Patrick's Day, um, which is hugely important. And if I ever feel any sort of pride in being Irish, it is actually when you you can you know you kind of look of everywhere from Argentina to America yeah. uh, and across you know. Um, the Far East, and everybody's celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Like it's, it's a remarkable thing. It's remarkable commercially and financially and economically, but it's also remarkable uh, culturally. And I remember in the grim, dark days of the 80s uh, watching an item on the BBC News where the only time they'd ever show anything about Ireland was when there had been another atrocity mm-hmm. up the north. And they were doing a a special about St. Patrick's Day and they were in New York and they had a lot of Chinese people saying that today everybody's Irish and it was the first time 
as a kid, I'd ever seen anything on the BBC News that wasn't about a bomb or a shooting something to do positive. with Ireland. Yeah. And so that's something that, like, you know, I'd be uh, a bit dyspeptic by nature um, and a bit of a sceptic and stuff. But it's... I think we're too quick to do down the uh, the social, cultural and financial impact of Paddy's sake. Yeah. Do you know, Ian, like, I'm sort of nearly half embarrassed to say after the uh, guts of 11 years now living in Dublin, I've never once been to the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And every year I say, I must call into it. But I just tend to stay clear of Dublin City Centre on the 17th of March. I've never once gone in. Well, you're not missing much. <laughs> but, uh, but maybe <laughs> I am. Yes, they're travelling um, from all over the world. No, it's, 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 I remember, I loved the parade when I was a child because it was the, um, it's just the sense of occasion that appeals to every child. Uh, but again, when I was growing up, it was like the parade would be a bunch of tractors with uh, decorations yeah. around Yeah, the local floats. Trund- yeah, slowly trundling down the street and occasionally you might get somebody throwing sweets into the crowd or something like that. Uh, whereas today it's a much more sort of sophisticated affair. But I think once you're over the age of 12, I don't think the, the parade really uh, has that much appeal for you. Yeah. But I mean, if, 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 if people like it, people like it. But I mean, I remember um, where the Indo was, uh, I, I remember on Abbey Street, and I live in the south side, and trying to get through town and trying to cross through, like, it's just, I mean, just, and this is before you could kind of work from home, you know, before yeah, everybody yeah. was working from home. And it was just a bloody nightmare. But the thing is, the inconveniences it causes on one day that the parade causes, uh, you kind of go, ah, sure, whatever, you know, um, just deal with it. And again, we get, used to get a lot more anti-social activity than we do now um, for some reason. That, but I suppose, again, because of lockdown and stuff for that, you know. Mm. Um, so we'll see how it goes this okay. year. Okay. Um, Denise, Denise is with us on the line as well. Do, does St. Patrick's Day make you feel proud to be an Irish citizen? It does, yeah. I mean, I've nothing to do with it now, but the fact that it exists is great. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're abroad and you, you put on an extra Irish accent just to make sure everyone knows you're Irish. <laughs> it's like that thing, oh, we have a parade and, you know, we all wear green and we all go on the lash and, you know, we're so Irish. And I think that's kind of the where the pride comes into it. And I, I have to say, like, it's been great. I, just watching the parade the odd time on, on the TV, they kind of added, you know, other cultures to represent the diversity in Ireland and stuff like that. So I think that's probably a nice touch and that's something to be proud of as well when you're watching it um, that it's just not all Irish dance and, and, and bands so um, I'd be proud of that that it's, it's kind of adapted and definitely the fact that it just exists keeps us on the map I think so I would be proud of that Yeah, yeah. that's what they seem to be they were talking about this year it's this um, global celebration of Irish arts culture and heritage and I was wondering what they, they meant by that but, but, but maybe it is the fact that um, like Ireland is a different place and it's a changing place and that too has to be represented now Yeah. What about you, Richard? Do you feel proud over St. Patrick's weekend? Yeah, I do. Uh, as you know, I lived in America for years and attended probably eight or nine St. Paddy's Day parades while I was there. And I always felt really proud to be Irish. Yeah. Because everybody wanted to be Irish on the day. And, you know, <laughs> there were great benefits. Everybody wanted to talk to you. Everybody wanted to be your best friend once they heard your accent. And probably more importantly, everybody was buying, buying a, drink. a few drinks. 
so you didn't have to uh, put your hand in your pocket. But it was just a great celebration, and they knew, I'm talking about maybe mid-80s to early 90s, and they celebrated it so much more, their parades, everything. were a little bit different than in Ireland at the time. I know we've caught up with our mm. big parades now, but... Yeah, I, I was always very proud to be Irish, especially on yeah. St. Patrick's Day. When you were away, though, Richard, because you were in the States. Um, yeah, probably more so than when I was in Ireland. You know, I, I was listening to Ian saying, you know, stay out of town on, on St. Patrick's Day. I'm a bit too old for that now. But I, in my 20s, I would have enjoyed St. Patrick's yeah. Day into the pub, the music, nice the house. crack. You know, so um, where yeah, I think... Where was the best place in the US, Richard? Um, I'm going to say Chicago uh, for the few years I was there. Really? Where they dyed the river green and it was a massive parade and celebration. And and I think I told this story before when I moved to Colorado and I was asked to do the voiceover for the TV ad for the upcoming Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that was my one. And, And where I did it in my ordinary accent and the producer pulled me out of the sound booth after about three takes and said just do it in an Irish accent <laughs> I said, this is my Irish accent yeah play it up yeah so I had to go back in and do the stage <laughs> Irish leprechaun accent yeah and, and that ran on the TV for a couple of weeks coming up to the parade and mm. I never got slagged so much in all my life yeah for my Irish friends but no Chicago would have been I was at the Boston one too right Chicago definitely by far. How to do it, yeah. What was New York like, Richard? I actually didn't get to a New York St. Paddy's Parade. I got to a Boston one. Right. And Boston was fantastic too. That would have been around 1985-ish. Uh, but it was very good. Yeah, I can't compare it to... I never did the, you know, the Macy's in yeah. New York. I, I'm actually going to go this year. I'm, I'm going over oh, to yeah. Me, yeah, meet a friend who, who's living there. Um, oh, I'm going to go to New York for, for Patrick's Day, which is gas because I wouldn't walk in as far as O'Connell Street to look at the oh, parade, but I'm going to pay to go to New York. I mean, sure, it's completely ridiculous. But there is something in that though, Ian, isn't there? That like, it, it's often just a much bigger deal abroad. Oh, it is. Like, I mean, it, it's it's. This is something that we tend to downplay about it. It's that because, like as you said, I mean, you live here, but you couldn't be bothered going into O'Connell Street. Um, yet, it's huge. Apart from the Thanksgiving parade in New York, it's the biggest deal. Not apart from the marathon, is the is the biggest deal. Um, but also, as well, I mean, on a political level, don't forget. Um, Every other country in the world would cut off their right arm to have a guaranteed day, which is effectively a week with mm-hmm. the American president. Um, the levels of access that we have to the White House, and it's not just from the Taoiseach to the president, but it's just diplomats meeting and business people meeting and stuff like that, and that goes on for, for a whole week. Um, it's something that I know from speaking to a guy who used to be a UK diplomat um, they spit bullets with that because they just don't get that level of access yeah. and no other, no other country does um, so this is why like I mean again we can we can laugh or we can look askance at the at, at the parade in Dublin or the fact that the pubs are all full of amateur drinkers and yada 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 uh, it's St. Patrick's Day itself is hugely important. Um, it's hugely important in terms of our 
relationship with America. And that's why, I mean, every year you've got some different bunch of lefty lunatics who basically call for a boycott of our politicians going over. And my take, and and even during Trump, um, I remember uh, remember right to be saying, if we don't go once, we'll never be asked back. And we will lose something that other countries would give their IT Mm -hmm. for. And this is something that it's this is way beyond the bowl of shamrock, or this is way beyond the Kamalia, or this is way beyond the oh, you know, Gosh and Bagara kind of stuff. Uh, this is really, really important. And the fact that it, what shows that it's really, really important is that every other country in the world would love to have it, and we have it. Yeah, and I'm- if we waste it, we'll never get it back. It's it's funny because we have you know there'll be the discussion around whether or not Irish politicians should should travel to Washington and 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 meet Joe Biden this year and then separate to that there'll be the story that'll come out in the next two or three weeks around the cost of sending our politicians all around the world. I've no doubt we'll talk about it here likely on lunchtime live. But Joe in Cork says I'm proud to be Irish every Paddy's Day, but more importantly I'm proud of being from Cork every day as well. Dermot in Waterford though he says St Patrick's Day it's embarrassing. The way we've been treating people coming into our country is shameless. And then we stomp around in a parade saying how great we are and how welcoming we are. We're just so hypocritical. This text says parades all around the world have exciting dance and music. We actually need to bump this up big time in our parades. Um, Do you think we could do better, Richard, here at home? Do you think our our parades overall around the country, like, could they be a little bit better? I No, I, I don't think so. I think, well, as I said, we've come on, you know, leaps and bounds from years ago from the old parades, like when I was a Boy Scout in the, you know, in the mini parade in through Dublin. I think we do a fairly good parade now. Maybe not as good as the Americans have done for years, and you'd probably be better able to comment on that after. Yeah, which I'll tell you, you the 18th of March or the 19th of March, yeah, how, how good it is. And the bands and everything they play. But... But the places around the country now, as I said, the Chicago, brilliant for me, Boston, brilliant, Colorado Springs, small city, uh, not great, you know, if you be, well, yeah. I was at the Paddy's Day Parade in Ballinamore a good few years ago, and now you wouldn't be too proud of that, right. but, but I'm sure there are ones around America in the old in the yeah. towns, but no, I think we do a, a pretty good deal now on our um, parades, well, you know. We we want to hear from people today that the best place you ever spent St. Patrick's Day. Where Where's the best place in the world to celebrate Paddy's weekend? 087-1400-106 is, is the WhatsApp number. Denise and um, Ian, Richard as well. Neil also, thanks a million for, for getting in touch with us here today on the show. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.